Welcome back, everyone, to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. I am Caleb, and with me, as always, is Craig. You can go ahead and actually find us on Twitter at Blue Bros underscore and then our name. So that's uh, Caleb and Craig at Blue Bros, B-L-U-E-B-R-O underscore and our names. You can find us there. And actually kind of a new announcement if you... uh, haven't been with us with our last episode we do now have a voicemail if you ever do want to call in and talk to us about the show talk to us about michigan football and we will try to include that in our next episode whenever it fits in you can call us at 551-258-3276 and that's 551-BLUEBRO b-l-u-e-b-r-o so actually before we um get too far along i will go ahead and mention if i happen to sound like i have a little bit of a lisp or something or a speech impediment i actually uh wound up biting my lip the other day and it's right where the uh excisor tooth or whatever rubs up again so i feel like i've had a lisp for the past couple days so (laughs) bear bear with us for this episode we moved our recording here to monday night and i know that we're uh michigan football podcasts and of course college football we talk about but we moved it because of super bowl and uh craig did that uh turn out how you expected well one you do sound kind of like lou holtz now that you bit your lip yeah but a little less spitting (laughs) so yeah you sound like lou holtz so without the humor lou holtz was very funny but you know you're not i know that i know i try I try. Yeah, I'm, and I'm pretty dry. Yeah, the Super Bowl, in my opinion, was terrible. Sorry, everybody. It was, if you want to say it's a defensive game, I didn't even see that. I saw it was a very sloppy game. Just sloppy. Yeah, defenses were cool. I thought Denver's defense was really good. You know, some turnovers, but nobody really did anything, and it seemed like the game really went quick didn't it? Yeah, I thought it was one of the faster Super Bowls. So would you say, aside from how the game actually was, though, would you actually say that you were kind of okay with the outcome? I mean, were you okay with the Broncos winning, or were you set on? Yeah, I was. I mean, now that I looked at it, I was was pretty happy to see. What I really wanted to see is Peyton Manning beat a good quarterback or win against a good quarterback in the biggest stage because – I don't really count his first one. Yeah. When that again, Rex Grossman. <laughs> so I'm like, really? Come on. They had a great Bears had a great defense, but Rex Grossman, come on. Really? Yeah. Epic, yeah, so. epic matchup right there. So, yeah. And the, I think the very fact is, you know, when they did that nice little pan to the uh, Manning family and then he saw Eli, <laughs> he just looked like, he, I said, he looked like somebody just told him that Santa Claus wasn't real. Dude, it was uh, that has been around on Twitter, the internet everywhere today, and I thought it was great. There was a the my favorite one was oh I tweeted it out. It was they put some kind of music set to it, and it was it was just perfect setting. But yeah, yeah, and then yeah, I, and, and, and then the whole yeah the game was boring. Everything was boring. Even the commercials were I thought were boring. They weren't yeah. really that funny. And then the music was boring. In fact, fact, the only music I liked was the montage oh, really? of the bands, who the people that actually passed away or did in the past. I like them better. I, I was like, keep on that. I don't want to see anybody else. 
Yeah, I actually uh, missed the halftime performance because it worked out perfectly because that was uh, my daughter's bedtime. I, I never really care about halftime that much anyway, so. No, you didn't miss much. It wasn't, it was a yeah, Coldplay, whatever. I, you know, I, I like old, old Coldplay stuff, but, I, you know, Bruno Mars was on there and I go, weren't you, dude, weren't you on there before? Yeah. Like I, years ago. <laughs> How are you getting back in this? And they had like these hefty bag outfits going, you know. It, was, it just looked bad. Uh, it, everything about it was just like boring. And then, and then Peyton Manning at the end talking about like I'm going to drink a ton of beer. And then I said, "Well, I got." And then did a little wink to like Budweiser, and I went, "Well, would he get a million dollars for that gig?" Yeah. I, I don't know. I heard it was free, but my whole thing is, uh, no, you're not. You're not gonna drink that much. No, you're not. He's not. <laughs> your your kids are right there with them. You're you're gonna go. You're gonna go home and you're gonna go to bed and you're gonna be sore tomorrow and right. you're you're old, Peyton. But yeah, yeah, I wasn't too impressed with it either. But that's professional football, and we're not a podcast on professional football. So I think we've yeah. talked about it enough. Even though it's the Super Bowl and it's supposed to be the biggest football game of the year. But one thing that uh, we'll go ahead and move on to for the next subject, which actually feels like forever ago, we were talking about this right when we were getting ready for this, is uh, National Signing Day for Michigan, Signing with the Stars, just an epic event. And I almost feel like every time they introduce somebody new to walk onto the stage, they could have done that uh, Will Ferrell thing from... Anchorman. Do you know who I am? I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Really? People know me. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books, and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. (laughs) I mean, just everybody was a big name, even... Some of the people that I didn't recognize the names with, like yeah. Migos, Migos, whatever. <laughs> I still don't know how people say it. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I just, uh, I mean, you hear about it, you see it. I mean, the players were commenting about it. People knew. If I didn't know who they were very well, everybody else seemed to. So, I mean, these yeah. were not um, secondhand names. They were all top-notch and everything. And this was just, um, you know, outstanding outstanding way more than i expected um but craig go ahead and share some of your thoughts before i just go ahead and ramble on for a half an hour about how great the event was yeah the event was really really cool uh i was at work and like like you i've got dual monitors so i had one my workspace and then i've got the signing day streaming live on my computer so i'm watching it and yeah i was just like one star after another i thought uh jim harbaugh was great throwing the football into the crowd was really cool um uh some really cool stuff i actually thought um lou holtz was actually he he actually kept the whole thing a lot a lot yeah he was funny yeah very funny and you had shanahan it was just kind of like you know Mellow didn't really contribute much. Just kind of said a few things. And he, then, yeah, like he wasn't. Jay. He wasn't into it. Uh, yeah. No. Well, actually, during the the event, I tweeted out. I, I rated them, and I was saying that Todd McShay uh, was first. You know, I mean, he was there doing his job, and he was he was into yeah. it. He was doing a good job. 
Um, but entertainment factor, I mean, Lou Holtz, he was he was on top of it. I was not expecting yeah. that. And then um, Shanahan was just kind of there. I, he, I mean, nothing against him, but just for the circumstance and everything, he he didn't mesh very well. But no, no. And then to see the recruits come up and you know wanted to do something like a, a good time. I think they wanted to at least get their names out there and just have fun with it. Because some of the other recruits were doing all kinds of craziness about the whole cake. The guy had the cakes, and then he ended up, and then the guy who did the ultimate skydiving, yeah, one, yeah. So everybody's doing there, and then the signing was just. A, and the thing was, is I think that really got missed out was it was for a good cause. Obviously, the Chad Tough thing was really cool to watch. Oh yeah, to see uh, mom there, and uh, really for what a great kid he was and that was really really cool um and i actually <laughs> i had a i had a kick out of seeing um the the wrestler rick flair flair he was great every five seconds someone was going Woo! out uh, in the crowd and oh yeah well I, I we got a new i got a new stint for the for the show anytime there's anything i mean this was a pretty cool event this was pretty special you know it was pretty uh yeah pretty epic it deserves a little uh pizzazz a uh, little flair and so whenever there's anything good i'm gonna say uh, we can just say this deserves a little flair yeah <laughs> anytime you hear the word flair then we'll, we'll get that in there oh yeah we'll interject so, that so yeah it was really really cool i you know seeing some of those guys up there were you know i'm glad um I think to see their size of them was pretty cool. I loved seeing uh, Kingston Davis and how big he was. He's a big guy. Um, and uh, some of the other guys are just so – you can tell they're just not camera ready or oh, yeah. ready for that kind of event like Peters, Brandon Peters. Yeah. He's probably a guy that's just going to be absolutely incredible on the field, but he's just – he looked like he wanted to go or he was just bored. He's going to be like Marshawn Lynch. I'm just, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Shy, yeah, he was he was really really funny, but um, okay, okay. Yeah, to see John Harbaugh was cool. Yeah, it was great. So okay, um, before breaking it down too much, um, would you say I can I can guarantee that I exceeded your expectations? I'm pretty sure that goes for anybody. But would you say it was too much? Would you say it was? I don't know if anyone would ever say it was not enough. But do you think it was over the top? What's uh, what's your reaction on that overall? Um, I thought it was. Um, I think it was more for the fans. I don't think it was. You know, something. I think it was one of those things where the signing of the stars was mostly for Michigan fans. It wasn't for anybody else. If you look at it in that kind of uh, prism, then most people will go. That was really really cool. People like me. If I, I wanted to go to that event, and if I was in a, at that event, I would have been, I'm with my people, kind of, you know, right. and I would have had a blast being there with nothing but Michigan fans and celebrating, and then just me seeing, knowing that I'm, like, feet away from Tom Brady, it'd be, you know, because I'm a huge Tom Brady fan, so just to see him would be really cool, but uh, um, I think it was just for him, that in itself. But anything else, you know, if you look at it, if it was a big production 
overall over the whole country, then yeah, I could see people going, oh, this is over the top. But it wasn't meant for them. It's meant for us yeah. as fans and people that keep up with recruiting and Twitter fans and all those guys. Yeah. Well, you, you already said it and you were saying that it was all really all of this was about the uh, Chad Tough Foundation. And you already mentioned that. Yes. But then past yeah. that, um, and that, and actually, before I go too far, that was kind of the interesting thing because not a lot of people knew of that outside of the uh, Michigan fan base, which actually the Michigan fan base, I feel, I wouldn't say was left behind, but it was a little de- delayed reaction because even I wasn't aware when it was first brought up that this was going to just primarily be about the Chad Tuff Foundation. So it kind of was unfortunate that that got... Um, I wouldn't say pushed to the side, but people didn't recognize that that was the primary focus from the beginning to the end. And also one of the most unfortunate things, um, I mean, it was all great. It was all good. Things went great. But this, just the timing of it, because when they talked about the Chad Tuff Foundation was when Rashawn Gary was announcing where he was going to go. So yeah. some people may have tuned out. Some people may have not been paying attention. So that was kind of an unfortunate thing. I think it still did great. I mean, they were saying that raised over $110,000 and uh, such on that. So that was a great job. But past the foundation part, past the raising of the money, which is the most important, which is uh, the greatest thing to come from this, and then just focusing on the signing with the Stars event related with the players, I think it was awesome. It was definitely exceeded my expectations, but I'm, uh, I've, I've got to say my reaction to this is I think this was awesome and not just for the fans. I, first of all, I mean, Harbaugh has been talking a lot now about connecting people, connecting with people. And so I think that was, that was part of it too. He just, he just enjoys that kind of thing. But I, I feel, and maybe this was just kind of a secondary thought for them, but I think this was huge and for the players because I mean, looking at it and thinking about rationally, a lot of times we'll look at these players and be like, they're spoiled, they're getting all these things, and it can be kind of a negative. But actually with this event, I mean, they have yet to step on the field, and they are going to be sacrificing a lot. I mean, they're not going to have the same college experiences that a lot of other students do. Like, for instance, even they, they were talking about with spring breaks, Christmas breaks, holiday breaks, things like that. They're going to be committing to this program they're going to be putting their their physical well-being on the line and while that may pay out for them and get them to the draft some of those some of these players aren't going to get that and so this gives them that opportunity to go through an event that's very similar to that and that is just really awesome i mean they met some people that they would never be able to get the opportunity to meet but then you had Derek jeter and other people rick flair and all this other stuff and it was just really cool to see and people say it's over the top but i think it was just perfect because like i said these players are going to be doing something amazing for the next four years and this is just kind of the kickoff event for that and it gets them excited. And if something happens, like what if a player goes down with an injury and can't continue to play football? Well, this was a special event for them, you know, because they're missing out on the draft. Or what happens if a player just isn't good enough to be drafted? You know, this is an event for them. But even the players who get into the NFL don't always go to the draft event itself. 
because they don't get taken in the first round. So it's like, well, why am I going to go get embarrassed and sit there for a whole day and then have to come back the next day and so on and so forth. So just kind of looking at it, stepping back and looking at it, I thought the whole thing was awesome. Um, it was way more than I anticipated. Like I said, I mean, they had the couch and the people sitting there. I thought it was going to be basically they announce the player, they talk about the player, the analysts are there. Uh, they go up, they shake Harbaugh's hand, they take a picture, and then they walk off stage, basically. But this yeah. was so much more than that. And, I mean, I think it's going to be a little different each year, but I think that it's going to be a great tradition moving forward. It'll be really interesting to see how it progresses. Yeah, I, you know, I agree with you. I think this is probably the only time that you, maybe these players, maybe a couple of them up there or a few that weren't mentioned in the on the video screen or whatever that uh, they're analyzing that might be great players for Michigan and might go on to the NFL and they might not. And that might be the only time they actually get any kind of recognition. I mean, who would not want to do that just to, just to do it and say, Hey, you know what? That was pretty cool. I was part of something big. And this is one of the things I was looking at. Caleb was Jim Harbaugh always does something that nobody else does. And I think you're going to start seeing this with other schools doing this. And I think like you were saying, I think they were maybe a little bit off with uh, maybe, you know, they could have done kind of maybe a telethon type thing where, you know, if you want to call in, give a donation, you know, they kept maybe kept putting that out for Chad Tuff and things like that about um, if you wanted to donate some money. I thought it might might have been pretty cool. So you tie in both that for a good cause and this, which that would have been a really cool thing to do. But, yeah, I kind of thought the same thing where I thought they didn't get that message out about that it it is for a good cause, a good charity. Actually, they raised more than uh, probably, I think, $150,000 for charity. So. Um, and that was really cool, but, um, interesting note during the show, um, I was just reading online up in the mezzanine level. They said there was a guy that had his cell phone and it was all Michigan fans. And they said one guy got the text right before everybody did. And it was one guy that got it. And it said, Gary, it said, we got Gary. Okay. And I laugh and I read that and, I, and it said some guy and he yelled out, he goes, we got Gary in this, the whole mezzanine level literally got up, stood up and looked over and goes, are you serious? No way. Are you kidding? All of it. They all looked over. He goes, no, we got him. And I'm reading this and I'm laughing because the guys, the guy that said it, one of my friends went there with him. He's oh, the one that said it. <laughs> so you've so got, got first, the, you got the first-hand information. Yeah, I got the talk to him. He said, yeah, man, my friend got the text before everybody did. He goes, I don't know how. I, he got it before everybody. Even, I even thinks Harbaugh and anybody. He just looked at it, and he goes, my gosh, we got Gary in the whole crowd. I think start chanting Gary, Gary, Gary. And I don't know if anybody caught it. But that's when you saw Jim Harbaugh leave. Remember when they asked the question uh, back to Jim Harbaugh? And he wasn't there. Yeah. So John had to answer it. Well, that's when Jim Harbaugh was actually leaving the stage. He left the stage because someone told him to. And he went to Tariko. I guess Tariko was on the uh, on outside the stage, opened the door, and Tariko had a cell phone and said, hey, look at this. And you can see Jim Harbaugh looking at the phone and then fist pump like, 
Yeah. He got him. Yeah, I he saw that. He walked back in. He walked back in, and I go, man, he left the stage. Why did he do that? And I go, it must have been something big. And I went, I wonder if that had to do something to do with Gary. So the whole crowd was chanting Gary, Gary. <laughs> I said, how cool is that, man? That was really cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh, yeah. Just the all the events of the day, I mean, we landed some pretty good guys. There were... I would say there wasn't really much of a surprise with any of the commits. Um, I mean, there was... I had one. Yeah, was I did it, have one. Uh, Connor Murphy wasn't too big of a surprise that he didn't come, right? Um, nope. And then uh-huh. there was one that was kind of a rumor that he was supposedly going to come, and then kind of at the last minute he committed to California or Stanford. Uh, some yeah, people Cal. had... Yeah, some people had... Um, Victor Vermontes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. he supposedly was going to be committing, uh, and then that fell through for some reason. And some people got crap for it on Twitter when they were saying that something more was going to happen. But, you know, sometimes that happens. What the story is, I don't know. Yeah. But um, we didn't land him. We did have a really awesome class, though. Running through it just really quick Brandon Peters, Kareem Walker. Amir Mitchell, Carlo Kemp, Devin Bush Jr., Kingston Davis, Sean McKeon, Rashawn Gary, Ben Bredson, David Long, Devin Asasi, Michael Anwinu, Dylan Crawford, Lavert Hill, Brad Hawkins, Ron Johnson, Chris Evans, Nick Ebanks, Kalik Hudson, Eddie McDoom, Elise Mimose, Nate Johnson, Quinn Norton, Josh Uche, Steven Spinellis, Josh Metalis, Michael Dwumfor, Devin Gill, Deterius Johnson. Mm-hmm. That was a long list. Yep. So you said that there was one surprise that came out for you. What was uh, where you referring to? Was well, I tweeted out. I had him. <clears throat> we missed out on uh, Larry Jack- Jackson. He went to uh, right in the very beginning of the day. Um. He uh, there was rumors that he already took Michigan off his list, so we pretty much knew in the very beginning of the morning that he was going to go to Iowa. So Alaric Jackson was one that you know I was kind of shocked because I thought we'd get him. So and then the Victor Fairmondi's one went throughout the day where he was supposed to commit at around four o'clock, but then somehow he, you know, something like you said fell through. Um, the one that I was actually surprised. Well, I'm not surprised because it was trending, but it was more of like the one I was anticipating the most that I wasn't exactly sure about was the Asiasi one. Yeah, the that's tight what end. Was, uh, he, he was the one that I went. I'm not exactly sure because it was pretty much 50-50 that we get him. And then when he said Michigan, man, I literally went, yes. I think out of all of them, that's the one I literally went, oh, that's a good pickup because – He's going to be a stud. A little, I mean, little flair on yeah. that one? Yeah. Woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get the food. 6'3", um, four-star tight end. I mean, big guy, very athletic. So I think Jim Harbaugh sees him more of an athlete and a tight end, so he's got both going there. So, I mean, what a great pickup, and that was a good – send off at the end of the day to seal him at the at the end of the day was great 
Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, that one was a little surprising for myself too, because I don't, I didn't hear a lot of rumor with it, but didn't know if they were going to wind up going to the same place. And so if they both committed to the same school, I really felt like it wasn't going to be Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, so when they split, I mean, that was kind of nice to see. I mean, we could have taken both, but uh, yeah, he was definitely a nice pickup. They're talking about him getting involved right away. I mean, just you're going to talk about, about him a lot and you just can't help yourself. But Rashawn Gary, I mean, the video, the stuff you see him do, his size, his speed, it's it's exciting. Um, but I guess, uh, I mean, maybe you kind of already answered it, but who would be your most, uh, the player that you're most looking forward to then out of Rashawn Gary? Um, boy, that's a tough one because he's going to be pretty crazy. Um you see, and I can't say some of these guys, even though I'm like very excited to see Brandon Peters and Kareem Walker and even Kingston Davis, but um, the very fact is because I know they probably won't start. So I can't be excited with them the first year. Um, I'm actually looking forward to seeing what these uh, four-star uh, defensive backs can do. Um, you got Long and LaVert Hill coming here. There's, those two are four-star uh, corners and that's what we need and he and Jim Harbaugh knew it because you're gonna have peppers at safety and we're gonna have like a, a no fly zone going oh, and those yeah. guys those two guys I'm looking forward to the most I know they might not play right obviously they're not gonna play in the beginning but they're gonna be coming in um maybe maybe one of the receivers possibly you know obviously Crawford and maybe Amar Mitchell see what happens with them but um do you have one that you're thinking that yeah I mean it's not gonna be I mean not anticipating to play right away but I'm just really looking forward to see what Kareem Walker does for several reasons I mean like yeah. we've said so many times Michigan has not had a really good running back and so I'm really hoping for something Great. good to come from him but also just the whole backstory for him having committed to Ohio State and then flipping to Michigan and he's going to be right in the middle of that rivalry now and I'm I'm hoping that that's going to be a motivational factor for him. I think it could be something really awesome. I mean, like we said, we kind of anticipate he won't play this year. Maybe he will. But then uh, if in two years from now when he is playing and we go to Ohio State, that could turn into something really cool for him. Uh, Maybe he could do something big. So, I mean, I'm just really looking forward to a running back that, you know, was like the good old days. So I'm going to be watching him real close. Well, you know, Kareem Walker is interesting um, because I've been listen- he's been tweeting out a lot, and you got a good case for what you're saying, Caleb. He's that guy's determined. Just given his tweets, he enrolled early on purpose. He said, "I'm going to enroll early." He goes, "I think he tweeted out something like, if you think I'm going to be riding the bench, you can forget it.'" Like. Yeah. I love that. I'm like, man, looks like he's coming into camp early. He's going to work hard and hard and hard to be the the back to get the most carries. And I'm like, good for you, man. That's awesome. That's what Jim wants. That's what we want. Yep. So let the best play. So, yeah, for sure. Well, gosh, man, just 
great class all around and everything. And actually, uh, we got a our first voicemail. First voicemail. We got a question in. You got a song for that? No, not yet. Gonna work on it. No, okay. I'm probably. I'm. I'll probably avoid singing it myself, <laughs> since that probably won't go over very well. Yeah. We'll both see. of us, we both stink at that, so we won't do that. I'll try to come no. up with some, but it might take a little while. But uh, uh, one of our consistent listeners, a uh, great guy and involved in our Twitter conversations, is uh, Drew Hostfire72, and he left us this voicemail. Hi, fellas. This is Drew Hostfire72. My question is, what do you think the impact of this class that was signed in 2016 is going to be in the next two to three years, comma? Do you think we have potential for a playoff push and national title? Or is this more of a building step towards the future? Thanks. And go blue. Craig, why don't you go ahead and get that conversation started? Well, that's tough to say. Um, my initial reaction is is I don't think Jim Harbaugh has had enough time recruiting yet. So I'm a guy that always thinks you need at least three years to get things going, um, I think this obviously is a top five class, but probably because of the amount of recruits we got. I think we got 29 most uh, every everyone else is hovering around the 23, 24 range with yeah. recruiting. So that's why we're ranked high. Um, it's a really, really good um, class, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're going to be really, really good. I think we'll be uh, top eight, you know, top six maybe. In, with this class coming up, but I don't think we're, we're going to get there yet until we'll, we're going to be like we were talking on the last podcast about how Alabama, there's they have five-star recruits and the big recruiting athletes that want to go there, and they don't even have to recruit. And once we get there, I mean, you're going to start seeing four-star all the way down and five-stars. I mean, it's just you can only win with so much talent. And you started seeing that with Alabama. I mean, look at their look at now look at LSU. Look at the ones that beat. They're all like they got at least two or three, and they're all four star guys. They're all hardly any threes or twos. Um, once in a while, you find a really gem in there, but um, I'd say we're about maybe two to three, maybe three years, four years out until we can start, you know, getting into the top three um, recruiting in the country but in the using the underneath the umbrella of 23 to 24 recruits not the 29 if you get what i mean yeah so yep. Yep. yeah for sure well i disagree with you oh Cont the controversy no the controversy oh my gosh it's just insane i can't handle it um, but yeah, I'm actually going to go ahead and go my own direction. And, uh, I mean, I'm with you on the fact that this is definitely a great class. Um, still all the same. I mean, no matter how these players work out immediately, but just kind of looking at things and I don't want to get into the, uh, too, uh, into it too deep, but just looking, I was honestly thinking that 2017 was going to be your, a big year for us and it could be. But we're going to be losing some key players between 2016 and 2017. Yeah. And I think that some of those players are going to realize that. So I think the players that we currently have have seen what their potential is. 
and are going to be working all that much harder. And you're getting these players in, some of them who are going to be starting right away, but most of them who probably won't. I think it's going to be the perfect storm. And I want to say, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say national title, but uh, as far as a a playoff push, I could see something with that this year from the standpoint. uh, I mean, you got to look at the whole picture because Michigan State lost a bunch of guys, lost their quarterback, lost some of their big key players. So they're not going to be on the, it's anticipated that they're not going to be on the same level as they were before. And then as same with Ohio State, Ohio State lost a ton of people to the NFL draft early. So, and they're missing some key players. I believe JT Barrett's still coming back, but they're, yep. they're those key player. Uh, they're, they're losing a lot of pieces. And so, I think it's kind of the perfect storm of you're going to be getting some of these great players that are going to be coming in and playing right away. You're holding enough of your seniors uh, on the team that have great potential to play really well. And some of the key teams in your conference are losing enough players that you might be able to uh, handle your conference well enough. Now, of course, then is that going to play in your favor against you? Because are they going to be bad enough that their record's going to be poor? So, are you, so if you wind up beating them, is that going to wind up hurting you more than helping you? But then, even on top of that, another thing to look at is the quarterback situation, which not to make this conversation even longer, but O'Corn. It already has experience. He's already been with Harbaugh for a year. Granted, he hasn't been playing, but he has been practicing with the team, and we have a good team. And so he's been practicing on high level. People have had great things to say about him. So it's not like Jake Rudock, who just shows up like a month or two or something before the season starts and has almost no idea what's going on. O'Corn is going to be on the right page. Maybe not right away since he didn't uh, really play last year or anything. Well, since he didn't at all because he was a transfer. But, I mean, that is working for us too, that we're going to have at least an experienced quarterback who has been in the system for a year already. So I see the playoff push at least a potential. Uh, I'm not guaranteeing it. I'm not going to say that's going to happen. But I think in all likelihood of what great things could happen from this class – it, the most immediate future is a playoff push. I think that people are going to bring them up. I think they're going to be in conversations early on throughout the year, and then it just kind of depends on how things work and mesh together because we're going to be working on fixing the linebacker issue that we had. Our running backs, if I mean, if Drake Johnson and uh, Davion Smith play like they did against Florida, that probably won't be an issue at all. But even still, we're going to be having – as it seems, Kareem Walker on a great level of competition. So everybody's going to be pushing everybody else to be better, whether they want them to be better or whether they're trying to compete for that starting position. So I think it's going to be quick, it's going to be fast, and it's going to catch some people off guard. And I can't remember what the schedule is offhand. I mean, I know we play at Ohio State and at Michigan State, which isn't favorable, but I think our out-of-conference schedule is – a little bit easier in 2016 than it will be in 2017. So, yeah. Anyways, playoff push, potential, write it down. I said it. Not guaranteeing it, just saying playoff push potential. No, that's a good point. I mean, you're you're riding on the very fact is, you know, you're having 
Jim Harbaugh in your corner because he he's probably the best developing the players and coaching them up. Just seeing what he could do this year with what he had it was amazing. I mean, with Ruck and what he did with that quarterback and having a corn at quarterback and having a whole over a year with him to work with him in the system. I mean, just bodes well to what you're saying. Um, yeah. My point was is their very fact is, is, you know, we got, you got Alabama, LSU, and those guys are, you know, if you look at just recruiting, you get to a point where you say, you know, can you win championships with three and four stars? Possibly, but given the way things are going, and I mean, with Bama and all of them, it just seems like you're going to just talent-wise, can you take talent uh, five-star guys and make them into a winning team? You know, you got to build them and you got to make them mesh as a team because they're all – you know, they could be prima donnas maybe because they're all five stars and mesh them together. I mean, perfect example. Look at USC. USC constantly is a top five really good. In fact, they always have at least two to three five-star guys, but they're not very coached up very well. But if they will, if they get the right coach, they're almost un- unstoppable. I mean, they really are, and they're a really good team. So. I think you're going to get to a point to where you're going to see already you're seeing in 2017, just based on Twitter and what we're seeing is a lot of these players actually want to play for Harbaugh now in 2017. Have you seen them saying, man, I would like to get a, you know, a scholarship to Michigan. I haven't received one yet. I mean, these are four star, five star guys saying that. And I'm like, and here you go. Here goes. I call it Nick Saban, what he did with Bama within, what, the two or three years he built them, is that's exactly what Jim Harbaugh is doing. He's going to get these four-star guys that are going to have to work hard, be developed, and be okay with being developed and pushed. And not only that, and have the talent, that's going to be incredible. I mean, he's going to get them – I mean, I can see a championship team with them within you know a couple years, of course. But it's going to take, I think – It'd be one of the biggest coaching jobs I've ever seen Jim Harbaugh do if you could take three-star to four-star guys to the championship and win it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying yeah. I'm saying the possibility of playoffs. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which would still be a great accomplishment, anyways. But yeah, just. Oh. Uh, I mean, uh, you can win it with some of the lesser star guys. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to have a good amount from all the areas three four and five but um yeah i mean it can be done uh taking on alabama or lsu or ohio state or even clemson how they're looking right now and things like that you know it's not going to be easy but it it can be done it has to be done the right way and everything and so i mean look Look how far Michigan State got and they've had good recruiting classes but they coach a lot of their players up and everything so it'll be interesting uh i mean 2016 football season can't get here soon enough so um drew if that answers your question well enough uh, i hope it does it was definitely a loaded question because uh, yeah it's a little question because we are arguing yes which (laughs) doesn't happen a lot on the show but that's okay because i know i'm right and craig's wrong so (laughs) it'll work it'll work itself out when December 2016 comes around, you know, everybody will just be talking about how great I did and how, Craig, you're just... You're this just... is coming from a guy that hides 
chocolate milk from his wife and bites his lip. Come hey. on. Hey, it takes talent. It takes talent, man. Actually, I probably bit it two or three times because that's just how great I am. Yeah. I was, this, this recruiting class was, I was, you know, it was, it, like you said, it was drama, man. It was really, there was so much drama from back and forth and, oh yeah, they're coming. Wait, nope, not anymore. Or especially Gary. I mean, I've never seen the past two days him going, I don't know, man, him with Clemson. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's going to happen. I think he's going to go to Clemson and Michigan. I mean, it was just, it was, it was, it, it was crazy. Wasn't it had it? to be a setup or something. It was so annoying. Like I was tweeting out to people are saying stuff the night before and it's just saying, Oh, well, good news for some people. I see, um, Asasi uh, leaning towards Michigan, but for Gary, I don't know. Clemson could be a possibility. And I was like, oh, really? A possibility? Oh, my gosh. You mean, like, there's a chance? There's a There's been a chance this whole entire time that he could maybe pick another team? That's amazing. Nobody has said that. It was just stupid. Right. It was just, of course there's a chance. I mean, there... I even said, I don't know if it was in that context or maybe it was a couple of days before, it's just like there's a chance that he could quit football altogether and he could just go ahead and decide to work at McDonald's. There's a chance. Yeah. It could happen. A 2% chance, sure. It's, yeah, it was it, it was ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I didn't waver. I was still going until I hear anything. You know, he was he was all blue. Yeah, they might have made a push, but they, I mean, there was some controversy out there saying that maybe um, Old Miss and Clemson were going to pay him. Like there was a, some big controversy about that, and I'm like, I don't know if that's true, but Man. certainly was interesting. Yeah, to hear it, that it was. Yeah, that whole thing coming to the surface again with schools and, and incentives. So. Yeah. So then, and now let's get let's get to the juicy part of my daily rant, and this goes back to you MSU fans again, you tro- you trolls that I want to bring up. The very fact is, you know what? If Grishon Gary would have went to MSU, you guys would have been ecstatic. But now <laughs> he picks Michigan, and then you guys say he's a tubalard. He ain't gonna do anything, and I'm like, you. you unbelievable and then he started ripping on the whole signing of the stars and what a joke that was and is for show and you know none of our players do that for show we do we show it on the football field and i'm like man look we raised one hundred fifty thousand dollars in charity for a good cause and then you rip on something like that i never it was really really pathetic to see them do that it just shows ignorance on their part when yeah. they don't realize yeah. that it was about the Chad Tough Foundation. I mean, like yeah. I said, it was kind of unfortunate that wasn't the in the forefront the entire time and everything. But yeah. I mean, it was it was out there, especially on yeah. the day of the event. A lot of stuff about the Chad Tough and everything, and so it just shows that they see something, they take what they want from it, and then they attack from it. And that happens far too much, and of where they just people will just latch on to what they what they like from it and what they want, to, like the things that people attacked with Jim Harbaugh before questioning his recruiting. Yep. So yeah, yeah, and it all stems from your it stems from your coach, uh, MSU trolls. It, it stems from your coach because the very fact is 
I heard what your coach D'Antonio talking about. Um, I think uh, some reporter was talking about his recruiting, and he he did very well, and he did did pretty well, I have to say. And he mentioned then he had a little something about saying we didn't need a lot of flair to some like the sentence used the word flair in it and it totally meant you know darwin he used it because of and he had a smirk when he said it is because he's going to rick flair and the signing of the stars and it was a very cryptic way of coach d'antonio ripping on that day yeah in our well, rec- in our record well it's if just, if well like jim harbaugh said people are either going to hate it or they're going to copy it and that's the thing is like msu uh a lot okay i'm not going to say every but a lot of msu fans and uh even d'antonio and things like that and especially the players are going to twist it however they want to if harbaugh did everything uh like D'Antonio did, then they're going to be like, oh, you guys are copying us. You guys are going to try to be like us. If if he does something completely different like he did, oh, well, they're just trying to do it for show and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they'll, if, they if, they, if they wanted something totally different than Jim Harbaugh, which is annoying them, we'd have a coach called Brady Hoke. We did. <laughs> yeah. They didn't like him either, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, hey, I don't care. I mean – but that that was kind of the thing too. Everybody's, I mean, yeah, it's good to make a big deal about us having a really good recruiting class and everything. But then some of our fans got talking crap and everything, and it's like it's a recruiting class right now. I mean, yeah, it's awesome. It's great. Uh, I'm excited about the players coming in. I mean, you know, but it it doesn't mean we're gonna win the games. So, no. so I mean, be excited, be ready for it, but just relax with the whole trash talk and everything. How about we yeah. let the play on the field determine things? And so don't really need to get into it because I don't honestly, I mean, I'm getting to the point with say and everything that, I mean, yeah, it's a rivalry, but I don't really care all that much because I focus more on Ohio <laughs> and other stuff. So yeah, yeah. Well, Ohio had a really good class too in themselves, so they did really, really well. And we'll see how they um, get coached up, and I'm sure Urban Meyer will do a good job there. So, yeah, um, depending on how long he is it, there, <laughs> who knows? Like, yeah. We'll, we'll who knows? There's yes. a chance, right? There's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance? There's of course, a chance, there's a chance, yeah. and I. I I don't know. I'm but telling like you, man. She, with Shiano there, there's question yep. marks. I feel something's weird. He's not going to be there long. I don't know what's going on. I'm not saying it. Brewing. Yeah. Something's brewing. I know. Yep. So. But you're right. I mean, anywhere Jim Harbaugh does, he's just going to be looked at as, you know, the climbing in the tree was weird and the whole sleeping over was weird and the whole everything signing of the stars is bizarre and yet he recruited top five recruiting class he Mm. did really really well so and depending on what site you go to it depends you know we're top three or four and and then you get one that says we're four or five and then six or seven doesn't matter but you know he he did good at getting some of those guys that i never thought we could get 
even yeah. he pushed and got him. Yeah, I was a little surprised by Hill. I mean, I wasn't. I was just happy to see it confirmed when it happened because I remember watching that one too. So, yeah. Yep, I watched that one too. Yeah. So I mean, gosh, man, a lot of good stuff going down. And then Harbaugh has been really active, though, too. I mean, he was there doing Super Bowl stuff. He was uh, – I was kind of a little surprised that he connected, again, with Colin Cowherd with how things went last time. But, I mean, he's just out there. His He is everywhere, man. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know if I've ever seen another coach get so much coverage ever other than maybe the – coach that won the national championship the year before and they follow him for like two months straight yeah and i i what i really like about him is his responses to questions like he was on um or what did he do his stint on espn he was on mike and mike and stuff and they asked him a few questions and he he just had you know very few answers just talking about even the hard tough ones by saying you know what about the recruits that you brought in and they were committed and they signed and they had scholarships and then they got pulled you know he was just he he broke it down pretty well talking about hey has not it has a lot to do with you know your academics has to do with are you growing and this was really key are you growing as an athlete are you getting better and better as an athlete are you uh upstanding citizen in the community you know are you one all these factor in and and he said that's that's a big reason why he does it and i went well that's a good answer so if you're not growing as an athlete plain simple jim harbaugh is not going to have room for you on his team yep yeah it's all it's all about competition start to finish so actually one thing that i kind of forgot to mention earlier and um, I kind of had a brain fart when it happened, but I was really kind of anticipating something more with the Rashawn Gary announcement. Um, but then, of course, I forgot that until the letter is signed and sent in or whatever that they, the coach couldn't talk about him or anything. But I really wish they could have planned something out where maybe he either f- faxed the letter in right before he made the announcement or something or some where he could have they could have made a bigger deal about it at the event. And so yeah. I was a little disappointed about that. I mean, minor, minor detail, you know, so it was, it was great. I mean, they're already talking about next year, what they might do. They're talking about Breslin center, opening it more up to the public yeah. and things like that. So, yeah. well, Jim's already got, you got the recruiting, you got the signing of the stars that caused people to talk about it. And, and that's all, I think that's all he wants. Are you talking about it? It could be negative. It could be positive. As long as you keep you're talking about it, I think he's fine with that. And then the very fact is, and this is just like Jim Harbaugh to do this. And I thought this was the coolest thing is him saying, "Yeah, we're going to take our spring practice. We're going to take it to IMG Academy in Orlando, in the heart of Florida, man." Oh yeah, he's taking his practice there, and I went, "Holy cow!" One. Isn't that really, really cool for the athletes and the recruits to go, wow, we can be in Florida and we can train. But then it's so very strategic by Jim Harbaugh to do that because he's going to go, oh, I'm going to go in Florida and I'm going to recruit. It's a recruiting tool and you know it. Oh, yeah. And he's doing it. And I'm like, man, that guy has everything very strategically planned out. He knows exactly what he wants to do. And I love it. Yeah. Well, next year, I'll tell you this. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> Next year he'll probably go to Texas, and then in probably oh. uh, what? Let's say 2018 for the signing of the stars. They're just gonna go ahead and have it at the uh, big uh, Jerry <laughs> Jerryland. Yeah, they'll just do it down there because so many people want to see it. They'll put it on the jumbotrons and everything. Yep. Yep. Oh, I know. He, yeah, Crazy. he's gonna he's gonna move that around though. I anticipate it. I mean, uh, maybe he'll go to Florida every year uh, for the spring practice. But I anticipate he'll probably move it around. He'll probably go to Texas. He'll yeah. probably go to California. He's he is every way possible. It seems like he's capitalizing on things. He is, and just like you said, uh, whether you talk good about it or bad about it, people are talking about it. And Jim Harbaugh mm-hmm. is everywhere. So yeah. Yeah, he looks like he's not. Um, and this is interesting, as I saw that it looks like Ohio's got quite a bit of talent, or has a lot of a lot of the athletes that are coming in next year, the 2017 recruiting class, um, kind of locked up. It looks like now I'm looking at them, and and it might be the very fact is Jim Harbaugh saying, you know, I might be able to take maybe one or two guys maybe out of that state. Or he's just saying, hey, you can have that state. I'm going to go to Florida, California. He's going to go Texas, like you said, and all these other states, New Jersey, and I'm going to grab them all, all the best athletes out of those states, and compete against you. So, Yeah, you can have all the recruits out of your state, but I'll go ahead and get the best ones out of the entire country and yeah. build an army to f- come against you. So, yeah, it's... Hey, for a guy who's uh, supposedly hated recruiting and never wanted to do anything with recruiting, he seems to be doing a pretty good job. Well, yeah, yeah you're right. Sounds yeah, Jim Harwell really looks like he hates it. Oh, yeah, right. It's just uh, the nonsense, the absolute nonsense. People, come on. All right, well, uh, man, that kind of wraps it up. I mean, we can go into more depth about some of the recruits specifically maybe at a later time but nothing else is on my notes for anything do you do you have anything or no i mean i think we got um there's a couple guys i think are not going to get mentioned here or mentioned too much i like to see brett uh, ben bredesen i think he's going to be absolute beast we stole him from wisconsin he's a four-star he's a guy who weighs 293 pounds six five um he was one of the highly touted recruits out of Wisconsin and you know how Wisconsin loves to run, you know, offensive linemen, big guys, big corn fed guys. And we pulled them out of there. That was huge. And I think he's going to do really, really good. Um, but yeah, I think on when was a really good grab. He committed down that terrible program, but Oh, yeah. City ballers, whatever junk sport cast that was a joke. I don't know what that was. It was so pathetic. Um, but he called in and he that was a really good. Most people think, what was your biggest? What was the biggest grab? And I think he was. I mean, obviously Gary was, but on Wayne was really a, a good one to get because the guy's three hundred sixty pounds. Big boy. He's the biggest guy in the. Oh yeah, he's the biggest guy in the whole recruiting class. So he was. I think he's going to do really well. Can't wait to see him. And some of these, uh, it's it's tough to see what any of these receivers are going to do. Uh, I'm not sure which one's going to step up, but we'll see. 
Well, yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of good receivers coming back. So yeah, it's going to be four or five. Yeah. It's going to be a tough competition to see if any of them really get started right away. But yeah, I mean, they've got some great people in front of them that they can learn from them. I mean, yep. No, you're right. Take note. Darbo and Chesson are yeah. going to be gone. So we need to have guys step up this year and fill that void. Yep. Oh. That's right. Great stuff to look forward to. And that was just a fantastic event. Great. Top to bottom. Loved it. So, I mean, that that wraps it up here for us with the Blue Brothers Sportscast. You can contact us uh, through email at bluebrothersportscast at gmail.com. Like we mentioned before, you can also find us on Twitter, B-L-U-E-B-R-O underscore and then our name. So, Caleb and Craig there, you can find us on Twitter. And then, like we mentioned at the beginning, go ahead and get us some voicemails, and we'll be glad to include them when we can. You can call the number that is 551-258-3276 or 551-BLUE-BRO, B-L-U-E-B-R-O. Give us a call. We appreciate our listeners. This has been a uh, our first year of uh, season trial by fire, checking it out and everything. Yep. And now it comes the promotion time, so we're going to be getting out there, uh, expanding how you can find us. Uh, you can actually get if you don't have it already. There's a SoundCloud app, so you can listen to it on your phone wherever you go. That's a great way that I listen to some of the uh, podcasts that I listen to on SoundCloud is just directly from your phone. You can go to the website. We're going to be expanding it, and we will keep you up to date where you can find us and listen to us next. We thank you for being consistent listeners. Feel free to share our content and get more of the Michigan fan base involved. We hope you all have a good week. We thank you for tuning in, and as always, go Blue. Go Blue.